Hello, this is Seductive Storm and welcome to my podcast. I hope you'll enjoy it from time to time. It'll just be me talking to you on topics and other times I'll have co-hosts or people that I'm interviewing. So get ready for some real talk with Storm. Hello everyone, I just wanted to let you guys know, first of all, thank you so much to everyone who has been thanking me for creating this podcast. Um, Those of you who may not know what you're listening to, although you should, this is Straight Talk with Storm. I'm known in the industry as Seductive Storm and I have been a companion uh, for 18 years total, although I did retire uh, twice for about a year each time. But overall, I've, I've been doing this a long time, and I've made a few interview and podcast rounds this year, and I just felt like there was a need for a podcast that was relatable to everyone, or, or at least to the online community of sex workers, one that encompassed and welcomed everyone to the table, uh, not just the elite, not just the upscale, not just the VIP, but even the mid-grade and the, and the lower bracket um, because everyone needs to feel some type of support and education in this thing. And so um, I hope each one of these episodes will be enlightening to you or make you laugh. Some might even make you cry. Some might make you angry as shit with the things I say or the things other people who are on here are saying. But at least we're opening a discussion and hearing each other. So please tune in every episode and I hope you'll enjoy it. Thanks. Good morning. Welcome to Straight Talk with Storm. It has been absolutely forever since I gave y'all a podcast episode. And I do apologize. Let me get situated here better. But as y'all know, I started a new business, a food business. And I also um, am still finally getting voluptuous confidence which is going to be a lifestyle blog um geared up and ready to go i did some traveling for those who don't know i'm originally from maryland live in atlanta went back home to maryland for a full week last week to cook and take my food to the good people back home And I'll be traveling to Baltimore in April. And then I have a couple of trips to Miami coming up as well. So I've been a busy girl. And I have also been still doing my web design and assistant stuff. Now today's episode is actually going to be about sex work being work because people still don't get it. And also all of the skills that sex work requires and some of the ones that we take away from it that help us with our new business ventures when we start um, looking to do other things outside of sex work to make an income. But before I get into the episode, I am 
going to address <clears throat> some issues I have been having lately with clients uh, from my web design and assistant business. Um, I have addressed similar topics before, but um, this time, just, <laughs> just some of what has been going on is utterly ridiculous. So yes, we're we're going to address those things. So um, basically, I did a website about a year, a little more than a year for someone. Had not heard from them in forever. They came back and asked us to do some edits. Not not at all a problem. I have no issue whatsoever, whatsoever with doing people's uh, updates. The problem comes, though, when some of you act as though having to wait a week to get your updates done is a problem when that should never be a problem. If you all dealt with larger companies like Paramore Designs and some of the other companies, and you all elected to not do your own edits, I'm sure they quote you a longer time than what I've told you. And sometimes I do tell people, hey, it'll be done in... Currently, my turnaround usually for updates, I tell people three to four days. But... If I'm going out of town, you can expect that to be longer. And I was going out of town, informed the person I was going out of town. But not only that, while I was out of town, I kept in touch. And I told the person that where I was, the Wi-Fi was not great, which it was not. Uh, They had bad weather, which made the signal even worse. It wasn't like this person had not heard from me. Um, so I don't know. I know sometimes people are going through other things and they just take it out on other people, but what we're not going to do is take things out on me. Um, and this person just started rudely. She still doesn't think she was rude, by the way. She's still trying to figure out what she did rude, um, to come through my my phone basically accusing me of taking your money and not going to do the work is ridiculous because again I had been checking in and it was explained to you and my two other web customers who by the way were ahead of this person knew I was out of town had no expectations for work being done during the week. And granted yes I did tell this person that I was going to do some work but when I realized that I couldn't Or that it was hard to do so because of my computer, the Wi-Fi, and other issues. I let her know that. I didn't just disappear on her and ghost her. So imagine my surprise when I come back and she's just going the hell off and talking about reversing. And what really made me mad was went in, did all the changes myself when I got back. While she and I were in the middle of the argument, I'm still sitting over here on my computer typing and doing stuff. Then the next day to wake up to a message saying stuff isn't done and that she's going to try to reverse charges. This is why I keep all my emails. 
This is why I take screenshots of everything that I do. Because all of her changes had been made. Her admin has had also been sent to her so she can edit her site herself from now on. Not because I mind doing it. But because her attitude and how rude she was was ridiculous. And I'm not going to put up with that from anyone. I didn't do it as an escort with clients. And I'm not going to do it with anybody. If a gentleman was rude to me, whether he paid me or not, he got that same energy or I put him out. And guess what? If you were rude to me and treated me like shit as a client, as a gentleman, and I put you out, I'm not giving you a dime back. Okay, because you're creating the situation, not me. You have to train people how to treat you. And that's in anything. There are some things where the customer is not always right. The customer was not always right in an industry where I'm using my flesh and my body to and my time to make my money. This is not Kmart, Walmart, none of that. The customer is not always right when accusing me of not having done something when I have never. You know the time someone's paid me for a website or anything and not gotten what they asked for? When they paid me and then I tried to track them down to get their stuff from them to figure out when they wanted to start. And they never reached back out. They disappeared. I've had that happen. I've had people who I don't know. If they were in situations where they had management or pimp pay me for a site and they've disappeared and I've done everything I can to find them and reach out. I've had like two times that's happened. Um, I've had other times where things in their lives changed and they went under the radar. And I've reached out to those people and they haven't gotten back to me or they have. And they've just told me, hey, you know what? That's my bad. You go ahead and keep that. I I will get back to you when I can. I apologize for that. Like that's that's absolutely happened. But I have never taken someone's money on purpose and not done their work. Um, That just simply that 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 doesn't happen. That hasn't happened. And so for anyone to accuse me of something like that is insane to me. Like, seriously and truly insane. Now, I have had situations where I've signed on to do a job for someone and I have tried to do it to the best of my ability, um, like with social social media management. And we ended up just simply put not being a good fit. That has absolutely happened. But even those people will let you know that I have done literally everything, everything, everything to stay in touch with them. Like, seriously, I've I've done everything I can to stay in touch with them and to try to finish at least the month of service that they paid for. So, um... Yeah, I I really I don't know what to say other than that, I guess. Um I'm I'm just confused by the whole thing. But I just want to touch base on that because um I'm sure y'all have seen me tweeting about it and I know y'all read stuff and I'm like what is she talking about? So yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Um do not do do not expect to talk to me crazy. 
or accuse me of things when you probably just need to clear your cache. And that's C-A-C-H-E. It's something you do in your web browser. But anything I say I'm going to do, I do. And also, if your directions aren't clear and me and my partner do what we think your directions meant, you can't get mad at us if your directions weren't clear. But that's a, that's a whole nother thing. I'm not going to get into it. I'm like so totally done with it and over it. And just, you know, it is what it is. Um, But moving on to other things. Um, and also, I will block a person when it gets to that point. And that's, that's kind of like literally where we're at. I've blocked them. So if you see someone complaining that I blocked them, that's why. Now let's get into it. Um, today's episode, again, is about sex work, being work. So like everyone, hey, we've all become people who watch every streaming service, every show known to man. <laughs> I believe um, I found some old like sitcoms even and a couple of other movies Um in the last couple of months that have had interesting scenes in them that kind of had to do with sex workers. Uh, even on uh, The New Bachelor, while I was in Ocean City, Maryland last week, um, there was an episode, and my daughter was explaining to me, because I don't watch show what she does, my 15-year-old, she was explaining to me that um, the other girls and the gentlemen uh, kind of just didn't like this girl vibe with her because they said she used to take money. She's used to just dating men for money or getting their money. Hey, I'm not mad at her. But I think, I just wish, um, I think we're always going to wish for it, that the stigma and the stupidity of people's comments that come from it would come would go away. I'm very open and honest with my children. Um of course not about all the ins and outs of everything that I do or did. But um, they understand the industry to a degree. And it's still a hard fit for some of them. Um, and me and my 15-year-old daughter have begun, begun having some very real conversations about it. Because um, as you all know, as Storm I am... For all intents and purposes, totally retired at this point, other than um, selling media, selling pictures, selling videos. I haven't even done those in a while, but I do still have that site and I need to start promoting it more. But like I said, lately, I've just been trying to get my other stuff growing and off the ground. But I do have another persona that is still very much there, um, but only in the event that... Um, you know, I get a large offer for a fly me to you or an exclusive arrangement. But yeah, um, my life has kind of moved in a different path. But I will always, always, always live, breathe, eat sex worker deep in my soul because I did it for so many years. I will never abandon this community. I will never stop being a voice for this community. I will never stop supporting this community in any other way that I can such as web design, assistant work, mentorship, all of that. So nothing's changed there, ladies. I'm ladies, gentlemen, and all genders in this community. I'm still here for you. 
But I have to explain to my daughter because she thinks it's not a job. And I and I have to explain to her. And um, I mean no disrespect by this. I am not trying to be part of the hierarchy or the hierarchy. But don't get me wrong. Um, some of the skills I'm about to talk about do not necessarily pertain to street workers and again I mean no disrespect to them but there are some independent street workers but a lot of them have management are in bad situations have pence etc so a lot of the business part of it the admin business side of it um like you would find in other jobs those workers do not participate in so much because someone else is doing it for them. And that's not a good thing. It's a bad thing because I feel like I hate to see someone pimped. If you're managed within an agency and the agency is treating you well and fair, that's not a problem. But what I'm talking about is street level girls who have no real control of what's happening. Now, some are independent. There are, like I said, street-level ladies, gents, and all genders. I'm sorry if I say ladies. I do not mean to be insensitive, so please forgive me. Um, That is a habit I'm trying to break. Bear with me. But if you are basically, for all intents and purposes, uh a survivalist, that's what I call those type of ladies, um, gents in all genders. The the business model I'm about to talk about in this episode, uh, you may feel alienated from this conversation. And I do apologize for that. I just don't have any experience or real knowledge of that world the way that some people do. I reached out to a girl who's pretty well known for sharing her story in Britain. And I think she's had really bad uh, arrangements before with people who interviewed her in magazines that she's spoken to and wasn't represented properly. And so I don't think that she'll ever let me interview her. And that's fine. But if any of the rest of you are listening, I would love to. Um, Because I... You know, I would like to hear. I probably would learn something. And I'm never against learning something. So right now we're going to get into the business skills that come more with the online sex worker community. Because it really is. It really does run pretty much like a actual office, if you will. And so when people say it's not work, even when I have to explain to my kids the work that goes into it and why they should respect and why they should open their minds and see sex workers differently, not just their mom, but all of them. These are the things that I explain to them, the things we're about to discuss now. There is the bookkeeping There is the budgeting. There is the planning trips. There is the overhead of your attire, of your in-call location, of your travels. There's all these things. There is constant 
marketing, email campaigns, sorry, blogging, there is web design planning. Even if you're not the designer, you're planning it with your designer. There is the text. There is defining your niche, your demographic, your market. There's all these things that go into this thing. And people sit over there and point fingers and ridicule us and look at us and think it's just all a bunch of people who are lazy and being pretty and or who are high on something or who just are the scum of the earth. Do you know how much intelligence and maneuvering and just overall business skill it takes to do this job? Most of you have no clue or idea. You don't. It's a juggling game. Um, This is a job where even those who have an assistant, now having an assistant, does make your life easier. That's why I encourage you to hire one, specifically me. <laughs> um, but at the end of the day, it also still, you still, it's still kind of hectic, even with an assistant. Because you and your assistant are going back and forth. Imagine you work in an office and you're a CEO and you have an assistant, a secretary, you know, Whatever you have, it's the same kind of relationship. So even though the ladies, some of them have an assistant, there's still a lot of coordination and thought that goes into things. Um, And so usually a day in the life of this sex worker that you think is not working a real job Involves her getting up in the morning, going over her schedule, not to mention the girls' genders, um, girls and other genders, sorry, who work regular civvy world jobs, as we call them. I call them vanilla jobs. And then sex work also, who some of them go to that work during the day or night, and then around it, they do everything else. But let's get back to this the storyline of what we usually do during the day. <clears throat> get up, we start going over our schedule. In the middle of this pandemic, a lot of us also have children at home who are homeschooling. <clears throat> so we're being a school teacher now also on top of being a, an executive of our own business. So once we've gotten showered, looked at our schedule for the day, got our kids set up for virtual learning or gotten them out the door, those who have chosen to spend, send their children back to school. Now we are, while getting dressed, while getting our hair and makeup together, we are cleaning up our in-call, setting up our station, those of us who do massage and other things, those of us who do fetishes, every. You're cleaning all your supplies because you want to keep everyone healthy. And that was even before COVID. You are answering your own emails or text messages and putting things on your calendar. Or you are now coordinating with your assistant and seeing what text messages and emails have come in and checking your calendar and making sure both of you know the schedule for today.
All right. You are possibly getting updates done on ads and on websites. You may even possibly be doing a photo shoot. And then you're making all these things come together in a way that lures and catches and keeps your clientele. So I don't possibly know how you all heard that whole explanation and think this isn't a job. You're making bank deposits. You're, You're... Keeping track of your budget so that you know what you can do, what you can do. Seeing how many clients you need for the month. That was the thing that I used to do every month at the beginning of the month. Working on my budget and figuring out how many clients I needed for the month and figuring out how to do everything else and do that too. This is a business. Now, I'm going to get into how... All of these things, and I didn't even realize it till I went to Maryland last week to cook food for the week there. Let me explain something to you. All my friends in my civvy world life from back home were like, oh my gosh, like you're just going to come and set up shop and you haven't like pre-booked people and like you're just going to cook and not know how many to cook for. And I already had a plan because if it didn't go successful and I didn't expect my first food cooking tour to be a huge success as far as numbers. It was a huge success as far as quality taste and me getting some good Yelp reviews and me getting some feedback. So for that, I'm happy. And me and my daughter needed a weekend getaway. In, I mean, a, a, sorry, a winter getaway anyway. So it was cool. We had a lovely beach home right on the water that I rented. It was awesome. Um, but... It didn't feel like a paranoid, risky thing to me because I was used to, you know, those impromptu trips or just setting up an in-call somewhere and waiting for people to come, not knowing if they would, but being ready if they did. Um, the travel part didn't bother me. The expense part didn't bother me. The, the, the marketing for the food business um, is so similar to what I did as an escort. You remember how you posted every day on like back page Craigslist erotic section when it was there or you had to mark yourself uh, available on P411, Trist, all of those things, um, dealing with OnlyFans, how it's everyday content, 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 and updating your site, making sure everything's... Same thing, maybe even more with the food business. But what I know is that me being a sex worker has me perfectly trained to handle the hectic, stressful content growing of the food business and to handle touring with the food business and to deal with finicky, sometimes picky customers and clients. If I had to start this food business and even my lifestyle blog prior to being a sex worker, I would be overwhelmed as fuck. Like I would be like, oh my God, this is so much work. I can't do this. But to me, it feels almost exactly the same. They're like mirrors of each other. 
only now instead of me being the main commodity, although I still am to a degree, because even in this, your looks and presentation are important. Look, it's a fucked up world we all live in, right? But we do know if we're honest about it, and scientists have done experience that people react differently to attractive people. It is what it is. It's it's not necessarily good. We should see people based on other things. But, yeah, it is honest. Um, you'll notice that, especially those of you who might follow some male chefs online, every male chef you see online, basically, and I don't mean the old school type of chef. I mean, like, this newer generation of chefs. They're sexy as hell. They're taking their shirts off. They're letting you watch them work out in the gym. This this business ain't so different. Only we're hustling food. But this this business isn't as different as one would imagine it is. So being a sex worker got me ready for how to how to market. It got me ready for how to maintain a website. It got me ready for planning a tour and figuring out how much it was going to cost me. It got me mentally prepared to take a loss, to take a hit, but to keep going. Let me say that again. It got me mentally prepared to take a loss, take a hit, but mentally keep going. So I am thankful that I have that experience to help me have this experience. And that's how I know it's a job. That's how I know, to those of you listening who are still doubting me, if you just come across this sex worker podcast and you decided to listen and you didn't mean to be here, sex work is work. We are not all trafficked. We are not all victims. A lot of girls have degrees, own other businesses, have more business smarts and savvy than some of you who are actually sitting somewhere at a nine to five desk judging and pointing fingers at us. So if you are a sex worker and COVID has stressed you out to the point where you're kind of thinking it's a good time to try another job and you're worried that you don't have the skills to do anything. I would say dig deep because I'm betting you do. I, I'm almost 100% sure you do because this, the business we've been in, the business we've loved and given our literal bodies to and our blood, sweat, and tears, it teaches you a lot that you don't even know that it taught you until you need it. And so, sex workers work. Sex workers should be respected. They should have the same rights without worry of penalty as everyone else. It should be different than it is, and I hope one day it will be. I just wanted to educate y'all a little bit, you know? I also want to say... um. Some people wonder what it's like, what it feels like when you leave. And especially for me, I was a sex worker for 18 and a half, almost hit 19 years. And this coming August will be year number two since the last time I saw a client. Um, Yeah, August will be year number two since before I saw, since the last time I saw a client. 
Um, and you miss it some days and you leave your stuff up like I have in some cases. I did not take everything down um, because while my plan is to not come back in that capacity other than as my other persona, like I said, the more expensive persona, um, you know, I don't know that I'm ready to not sell pictures and images and things like that. Um, I don't know that an emergency might not happen. And God forbid I've snatched all my websites down and had to take the time to build them again. A financial crisis could happen to me or anyone else. So I never say never. But what I do know is... uh it's not something that I, I plan on doing. My my life has just started going in a different direction as it should at this at this point for me. Um but I have no regret. I have no shame. I have a vast amount of knowledge and wisdom on so many things that sex work helped teach me that yeah I always will be proud I will always consider myself one of one of you um I don't feel like I'm better because I found a way to grow and move on nah um I would never look down my nose and I get into some bad heated arguments with people including my own family when they do even when it was me they were doing it too I don't condone it. I never will. And when I went home to Maryland, I contemplated sitting down some people who still haven't figured out. Some of my family and friends figured it out without me telling them. And I know they know, but they won't tell me they know. But I've I thought about just being open and honest with some of them who I've always felt like I was hiding it from because I've lived out to most people in regard to it. But there are a few people in my world who... who just haven't been able to share with. And I think probably within the next year or so, I see myself really opening up to the world and sharing with people who I was and who I still am and who I intend to be. Because I don't feel like it's anything for me to be ashamed of. And anyone who would judge my character as a human being simply based upon what my occupation was and still is in some regards. They I don't I don't need to care about them because if they're that shallow and that stupid, who gives a damn about them? And that's even family. Like really, that's that's how I feel. Um, I lived for me. I took care of my family. I wasn't perfect at it. I have an adult child who was the closest child to me, who is now estranged from me, and I've made my peace with it. Um. And it's, you know, you do all you can as a parent. And sometimes when your children get grown, no matter what your career or profession is, they just, you could be a doctor or a police officer. You could have been a healthcare worker. And no matter what, they'll find a way to blame you for something in their adult life. And when you try to defend yourself from their disrespect, it can end like ours did with us just being 
away from each other. And that's okay. I, you know, I know I did what I did. I know I sacrificed literally my flesh to take care of them. So I'm fine with it. And uh, I still love them. Just love them from a distance. But yes, um, be proud of, like, of who you are. I don't give a damn. We're, we, we're in a profession that hurts no one other than us sometimes. And that provides happiness and peace and an escape. I know some girls don't like to compare themselves to therapists, but I swear I always did, always will. It's like being a sexy therapist. Um, we provide something that is all some people have for comfort, affection, uh, just feeling loved or even just liked or just getting out their inhibitions for the time they're with us. That is, to me, it's an honor for me to be able to say I did that. And I did it while also honorably taking care of my family. And it led me to where I am now. It helped my businesses grow. It helped me become a CEO of two web design and marketing companies. It helped me start my food business. I have no regrets. And I think one day, hopefully I make it big in my food business. I will share my story very publicly if I ever become a public figure with my cooking. And I'll tell tell the world what got me there and how wonderful and crazy of a journey it was cuz i i fortunately i'm blessed i only had about 3 negative incidences in 19 years of sex work so to me that was one hell of a good run and um so yeah thank goodness for the journey but y'all be well I'm going to try to get back on a more regular schedule. I haven't even updated the podcast website in a while. And I went to it yesterday. I was like, oh, I got so much in here that needs to be updated. So I'm going to try to do that. I'm going to try to get back to reaching out to people and scheduling interviews. Um, The last interview I did just, um, you know, it, it, it just kind of, put me off in regard to interviewing people, I guess you could say. And um, I needed to take a break from it. But now I think I'm ready to start reaching back out to people. Not to mention I haven't been as involved on sex work Twitter to even see and keep up with who I want to interview. (laughs) So I need to get back into that. But yeah, absolutely. um, I'm going to get back to reaching out to some people. On some interesting folks and seeing who else I can have on as a guest. And thank you all for hopefully still continuing to listen and to support. Um, and y'all continue, continue in your greatness and continue doing what you're doing. And I'm still here. I've not left you. I have not left the community. I've just been busy, but I have not left you guys. Um, to those of you who throw brunches and get togethers and things of that nature, hire me. Like there, you, you, it would be great to do some personal chef type things and catering 
within my sex work community because I love y'all and um, I would love to cook for y'all, love to have y'all taste my food. It's amazing. I'm telling you. Y'all go be great. I'll talk to you again soon.